And we're back with uh, episode number three. And I'm pissed off because I still can't get my microphone to work. I have the phantom box power thing. I have an adapter. I have it all connected correctly. Um, but I keep getting this weird like, like high-pitched tone in my headphone every time I plug it in. So I just ordered a new adapter, hoping that's the problem. Uh, a USB sound card, I guess is what it's called. Um, so yeah, hopefully I can get some better quality sounding podcasts. But until then, uh, we're just going straight to the Mac <laughs> on GarageBand. But happy Wednesday. It is Christmas Eve Eve and holy shit, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Christmas at all. And here I am staring at my little mini Christmas tree that's half dead at this point, even though I've been watering it, but I don't know, it still looks cute. Um, but it, it's a really good representation, I think, of, I don't want to speak for everyone, but of how I at least feel this holiday season. It's not that I'm, um, it's not that I'm feeling bad surrounding the holiday season, but just doesn't feel the same, you know, like, first of all, how are we already at Christmas? How are we already at December? You know, that just blows my mind. It feels like yesterday, uh, me and my homies, you know who you are, (laughs) we're running around, um, you know, going to the lake, going uptown, going to garage parties. I don't even know, but we were having a good time. And now we're supposed to be opening presents in two days, which my family and I will not be doing, unfortunately. So I do have COVID. This is my last day of quarantine. Or no, today's the day I'm able to be free. I'm not sure. But either way, I still don't feel extremely comfortable being around other people at the moment just because they say quarantine for 10 days from the onset of your symptoms. And so, you know, the math adds up. Today, um, I'm good, but it's like, ah, how, how can I be contagious one hour? And then all of a sudden, okay, the next hour after 10 days, I'm not contagious. I don't know. It just feels weird. But so my family and I are going to, um, reschedule our Christmas, uh, for next, I think we're doing it New Year's Eve. So like two for one, because I'm definitely not going out on New Year's Eve. I think I've kind of sold my soul here and (laughs) might be done, um, heading out for a while, even though I've already had it. Right. So you think it'd be opposite. Like, Oh, I've already had it. Now I can go and wild it out and just, you know, be immune or so they say for like three months, but I don't know. I'm just like kind of really tapped into this idea of quarantine, um, and what it represents, you know, some time to yourself, time, off time to be creative and initially going to be truthful. The first four days of quarantine were rough. Like I had zero motivation. I think I sat on my couch for most of the time or laid in bed and just binged watch Netflix, which is something I never do. So I finished the whole, uh, six seasons of Schitt's Creek start to finish in like four days. So shout out Schitt's Creek. That is an amazing show. And then I watched like the little 45 minute, um, 
I guess, mini documentary they did about the show after I finished the series. And that was uh, very powerful. And it kind of just solidified everything that I enjoyed about the show. And it was cool to like, you know, get some insight from the actors and just how everything was written. So moral of the story, if you have not seen Schitt's Creek, do yourself a favor. Um, also, I may be biased because I typically enjoy dry humor, sarcasm, and like witty shows or people and things in general. Um, not super into like drama and I guess maybe for movies, but not for shows. I don't like when they drag on because I get so emotionally invested. It like scares me. I, I don't like it. I don't like um, sitting there crying at a TV show or having my heart beat fast or feeling anxious. Like, I guess that's the point, right? But like, oh, life is already like that. You know, I'm already trying to, you know, fight those battles in everyday life. So to have an outside source bring that upon, it's just like, mm, I'm good. Um, so I like lighthearted, funny shows that also, you know, have some romance or their own problems, but it's not like freaking Grey's Anatomy. Oh my gosh. That show, I remember I binge watched that like my freshman and sophomore year of college. Just didn't even finish. But it just made me so emotional. Like not only while I was watching the show, but I swear like the the depth and the feelings and everything just carried on even when I wasn't watching the show. Um, so now I just stick to things like The Office and Parks and Rec, Schitt's Creek. Um, what else? I don't know. I haven't found any other shows that really um, scratched that or checked off that box for me. So if you have any suggestions of shows that are like those, please send them my way. I'm very open. Uh, I like humor. I think we all do, but I don't know. Like, do you ever... Okay, so obviously, if you're a girl or maybe a guy or whoever, whomever, I guess has probably asked you a question at one point, like, you know, what are your... What are the top qualities you would want in a partner or your husband or your wife or whatever? And I'm pretty sure since the age of like five, when I was asked that question, I've always said funny. Um, I think sense of humor is huge, not just because in your ability to like express it, but um, in your ability to interpret and understand and appreciate it because sense of humor is a huge way of how I, you know, express myself um, on a daily, do you hear the train in the background? I live right next to a train track. Anyway, so, but yeah, it's just how I express myself. And um, if I'm going to be with someone for the rest of my life, I want them to have some sense of humor, damn it. Like, I want to laugh. I think I can make people laugh <laughs> unless they're faking it. But I don't know. I just think it creates a sense of, like, lightheartedness. Um, or so it says about that person, you know, lightheartedness and just, the ability to not take things so seriously or to make light of a situation or honestly like smart, like, you know, uh, smart, smartness, but just, you know, you're, wow, that was a, that was a catch 22, but just the wittiness behind it. Like I can really appreciate banter from friends too, or family or just anyone I'm having conversation with. I think banter is interesting because it shows how quick you can be on your feet. Um, 
So I've definitely talked to some people that have questionable senses of humor. And I'm like, okay, well, this is boring. Um, <laughs> talk to you never. So I'm just kidding. But yeah, so quarantine. So, you know, this is day 10 of quarantine for me or day 11. And I've just realized that um, when you kind of can give yourself some tunnel vision and really focus on the things that feed your soul and focus on the things that, you know, are creative outlets and focus on your craft. And that doesn't have to be an art form, you know, specifically like um, drawing or painting or clay making or poetry, but just something that allows you to escape, um, something that allows you to channel. I mean, we all have probing thoughts, I'm sure eight, 99% of our day. So, you know, just to be able to get those out of somewhere else other than your head, I think is so important. And I think in times of isolation in times of despair are, you know, really when you realize that you need them the most. Um, because like I said, the first four days I spent of quarantine doing nothing creative and, that can get very dark very fast when you realize you have a lot going on inside of your head. Um, and you know, you're not giving it an escape. Like, um, I really enjoyed a journal, um, typically in the mornings, not so much at night. Like it's not so much of a dear diary type thing, but just to keep my mind on track and keep a clear, you know, clear head and just to kind of accentuate my mindset and what I'm what I'm striving for. So, you know, I'll just, I'll start with like a little, um, a little, you know, noun or an adjective at the top, you know, like growth or perception or whatever, you name it. And, um, whatever I'm kind of feeling, I want to be my mantra or focus for the day. And, And then I'll just, that'll be my prompt of sorts. And then I'll just kind of write a page about what I feel surrounding, you know, that word. Um, And so not as to overwhelm myself and like, you know, try to write down everything that's going on in my head because that might make me go crazy, but just, you know, unravel it like a little bit at a time. And it just helps, you know, you know, create a, a safe space for your thoughts, one, and two, just get them unjumbled because it's very easy for everything to bounce around in your head. And so, you know, just, and that's, you know, journaling for me. Um, also music, just listening to it, singing along with it has always been a huge, huge escape of mine. And now podcasting <laughs> because as if I don't talk enough, ta-da, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more. I don't know if you can hear it, but I keep like taking deep breaths. Like I said, I do have COVID, um, no like extreme symptoms, but am a little short of breath. So sorry if you can like hear me huffing and puffing over here. Um, but yeah, speaking of COVID, I hope you're all doing safe and staying healthy and I'm sure you're all just as tired of hearing and talking about it as much as I am. And speaking of, so it's, it's funny because you see a lot of people, you know, just like super excited for the new year, like 2021, like, oh, this year is mine. And, you know, I can't wait for blah, blah, blah. And like, I love that, you know, like, I love optimism. I love 
you know, the idea of growth um, and such. But there's a part of me that's countering that with realism where I'm like, okay. So, and maybe I'm being naive. Um, a lot of these people I think are, you know, maybe referring to the, obviously the pandemic has done such a number on all of us this year. And they think for some reason next year, uh, they're going to, you know, it's going to be a different story. And I love that. But like I said, you know, I don't think this pandemic is going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not a scientist. I'm not coming from that approach, but just as far as trends are concerned, like, um, you know, we're about, I mean, we're a few weeks away from 2021 and numbers are only getting worse. So with that being said, I'm totally a fan of the idea of getting your life and your shit and your circle and your mind together for the new year, which by the way, doesn't have to start 2021 people like, you know, don't let that false, you know, false, uh, not false hope, but just like the new number on the calendar or the flip of a page or the, you know, turn of a new second isn't necessarily a new era. Like your new era can start tomorrow. It can start right now. Could have started yesterday, but you were lazy. Like it, it doesn't always have to be, oh, okay. Like this year, this year sucked, which I'm sure the whole year didn't suck, but you know, inevitably things were shaky this year. And then we assume, oh, 2021. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Cool. Every, you know, all the bullshit, all the, all the trials, all the tribulations, all everything can be left behind this year. And maybe I'm interpreting it wrong. You know, maybe that's not everyone's approach. Um, to play devil's advocate, I'm sure a lot of people are just, you know, went through a lot of turmoil and went through a lot of personal growth this year. And I think the idea is they just want to maybe apply those lessons and maybe, um, boss up <laughs> per se, like to allow that growth to excel them, um, into a different realm this next year, which I'm a complete advocate for. Cause you know, I'm feeling that too. And, but I feel that on a daily basis, like in the sense of what you go through, you grow through, you know what I mean? Like we all have our own problems. All of our problems are our biggest problems. We can't deny that to somebody else because it's valid. You know, what we're going through, um, may not compare on a, on a scale of someone else's problem, but like to us, that's the biggest thing we're going through, which makes it valid. Um, and you know, and some people handle that better than others, but I'm a firm believer of life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it because we're all going to go through our, through our own, you know, our own problems. We're all going to go through the woods sometimes and it's going to be dark and it's, you know, going to be uncertain and, um, it's going to be treacherous. But the beauty of those situations is walking out on the other side. And like, <laughs> like I have goosebumps right now, like literal goosebumps, goosebumps because it's so hard. It's so hard sometimes to gain perspective of optimism. And, you know, when you're in a situation that seems like the absolute end of the world, it's really hard to gain perspective and think, how are you going to go on? You know, how is life going to transverse and but then you realize like oh my gosh look what I went through two years ago look what I went through 
you know, six months ago. Look what I went through, you know, whatever. And you look where you are now and you smile, or at least you should, because I do that so often. I have to check myself. Like, I'll be sitting on my balcony, you know, it'll be at night. Like, I love sitting out there at night and like looking at the stars and just really kind of put a grasp on, like, stop. Like, you know, life is not as bad as as we'd like to convince ourselves it is. It's really not. And if it is right now, it probably won't be in a year or it might, you know, something else bigger might happen, but it's like, you got to gain perspective. You got to practice the gratitude of the moment because you've, you've already lived, oh my gosh, so many cliches. I really do apologize in advance, but you've already lived through your worst moments. You've already lived through your worst days. And like, you're standing here tall and you should look at yourself in the mirror. And like, if no one else is going to give you a pat on the back, cause it may not come like give that to yourself, you know, and also give credit to people who have helped you along the way. But like you choose what makes or breaks you. Um, and I'm speaking that from experience because, you know, I, I preach all of these things a lot. And like for the past few months, like I've been like on a really crazy life high, like just been happy and just really like, you know, walking my talk and just really leaning into my practices. Um, and then the whole thing with, you know, COVID happened, like where I got COVID and it like shook me a little bit, not because of the illness itself, even though that does bring an anxiety, you know, pool on its own, but the idea that, um, you can't just preach happiness and preach optimism and, and, you know, preach all of these things when life is good. Like that has to be equally as true when shit's not going your way, even more so then. And, that was a huge humbling moment for me. I guess I've had a few of those over the past few months where God was like, Hey, re like, you know, things are sweet right now, but I'm going to throw this in your face real quick. So you can really, really, really like lean into what you practice or what you preach so hard and like really put those practices to work. And not let it consume you, at least not for the long haul, you know, and not let it knock you off your feet and not let you, you know, be down and out. Like, don't count yourself out. Um, And I've had those moments. and I think we all have. And that's human. It's completely valid. But I think the most important part is to pick yourself back up and to realize, like, what you're doing. Like, be aware of, like, ooh, okay. Like, I'm letting, I'm giving this situation a little bit too much power. Um, and it doesn't deserve that. And I don't deserve that, you know, like I deserve to be happy. I deserve to not stress over, you know, money. I deserve to not stress over the dream job that I don't have yet. Like it will come, but you have got to be grateful for the little things along the way. Um, and just not, you know, don't count yourself out. Don't count yourself out just because a bad day happens or because you get bad news. Like, and I, I know there's tragedies and I know there's trauma and like, I'm so aware of that and I'm not, I'm not belittling, um, the fact that like life really, really can suck sometimes. I'm not belittling the fact that mental health, you know, mental illness is a real thing. Like I'm not disparaging any of that, 
but um, I'm just saying, I guess, on a grander scale, like the people that I've come in contact with, the people that I know that, you know, will self-pity or that, you know, I'm guilty of it sometimes. And it's like, you've just got to check yourself, like, hold on, like, wait a minute. Is this situation actually that bad? Or am I letting my thoughts spiral into convincing myself the situation is that bad? And then my actions are going to follow that, you know, like you really, what you feed really will grow inevitably. So you get hand, you know, you get dealt a hand in life. Um, and you, you can either feed it with negativity and then what's going to grow is your angst and your negative, all consuming thoughts and, you know, depression and, just all of that, or you can have that same scenario and, and feed it with a brighter light and, you know, um, feed it with affirmation and feed it with alternative routes of, you know, how to approach the situation. Like it doesn't have to be the end all be all. And like I said, easier said than done. But when you've done it, you realize, you realize you're, in control of a lot more of what you think. And I'm not saying other people. I'm not saying your mm, finances to a certain extent. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying a lot on the outside world you have control of. But you have so much control inside of you and how you are able to approach things and how much power you are able to give what bothers you and what fuels you in what, you know, just can sway you either way. Like you have a lot of control in that. And even if you don't believe it up front, tell yourself that every single day. Tell yourself, I have control. I have control of me. I have control of what I do, what I say, what I think, how I react, what I feed my body, what I feed my mind. Um, and eventually you start to believe it and eventually you start to practice that. It's not like, you know, you wake up one day and, oh, I'm going to, you know, think this and act, you know, be positive and do this. And then it just happens. It's not like a switch, but it almost is a switch in your mind. But then, then your actions will start to follow or vice versa. You start to do things and then your mind will follow, but it's not like a, you know, you decide to be happy and then you wake up happy. Like you got to put the work in behind it, even on your worst days, especially on your worst days. Um, just make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that really give a shit about you <laughs> because a lot of people, ah, here I am going with the generalizations again, but I feel, I guess I should say, I feel like a lot of people, especially our age, like I'm 23, um, love the instant gratification, love the, love the appraisal of superficial things like, um, and that's fleeting. And those feelings are fleeting. So just make sure you are surrounded with, with foundation. And you're able to ground yourself first and foremost. Because at the end of the day, that's all you really got. You know, I have my people. I've, you know, I have my people. Trust me, we all do. But, like, just remember, no one's going to do for you like you do for you. Mentally, at least, you know. So, like be selfless in that aspect of how you treat yourself. And then be kind to others also. <laughs> really. And on a on another note, 
no, I'll save that for another time. But yeah, control what you can control. And you will be a much happier individual on this rotating rock in the sky. Um, yeah, we're going to end it there today. But thank you for listening to me rant once again. I really appreciate it. Um, I really do believe everything that I'm saying. I promise. Like, uh, I'm not trying to be some cheesy motivational speaker, but these are things that I have grown to know over the years because they are things that I'm have done and still have to do every day and, you know, still have to remind myself of. So just as much as this is, you know, trying to spread this word, it's an affirmation for myself too, because we are not perfect. Growth is not linear. Happiness is not linear. Um, it takes work, but damn it, it feels good. So do it. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. All right. Peace.